Hey, there's the music. That means it's time for Animal Talk. Some of the best doggone pet people on the planet helping with your pets. I'm Jamie Flanagan. I am Matt Fox. Hi, Jamie. It is time for the show. It is. And me and my me and my half of a voice. Well, you know what? You're drinking water. Uh, we just celebrated National Bottled and Bond Day, so you, a, got, you, got, you got a little bit of thing going on. I got my I got my froggy voice going for Animal Talk. It's sexy. It is. It is sexy. It is. <laughs> so, Matt, you're in the middle of a move yes. right now, move. and you had to move your cat. <laughs> yes, I did. And that's a big project. You know, she was an absolute wonderful passenger in the uh, in the car. Yeah, as she was going to her new home, and I, and I still see her on a daily basis. She is my cat. So, and, and I'm a cat guy too. Um, yes, you know, as it, and Colleen was a dog person. Uh-huh. Uh, she likes all critters, um, but we wanted we. She and I were getting uh, our latest cat because I had Kirby for like 19 years. Yeah, I love the Kirby. I yeah. really did enjoy Kirby, and then he was gone. And then uh, we had a few years, uh, you know, I am so catless. Happy, but I'm so happy that Kirby, that, that you were Kirby's entire life. Because you and that cat went absolutely everywhere. We had a great time. You had a great time. You took him to the radio time. station. You, just, you, you took him everywhere. But when we were picking out the next cat, yeah. we wanted a big cat. Okay. We wanted a big boy. Okay. <laughs> and you, and you, you know, your your current kitty cat. He's a, he's like long. Yes, he's he like, is. He's like he's like he's not a fat cat. And there was like a point in he's Cur- very slender. In Kirby's he life, he was yes. like he was like Garfield. He was like, <laughs> all right, like what are you feeding him? Like, I don't lasagna? like Mondays. He got really really big. Right, right, I do. Right. I just kind of free fed him, and I, you know, I'm a single guy. I don't know what the hell I'm doing here. Just open the bag, <laughs> let him go. Uh, so, but we when we're looking for the cat, we're looking for a big cat. And we found a, a big cat. We love having oh, Percy cat. the big cat. But some people, they want when they say they want a big cat, they they mean a big cat. They want a big cat. And you know what? You know you think and you and, and you, you know you're like ah, that'd be cool. You know yeah, let's get a bigger cat. I got more money. Awesome. I got more money than cents. <laughs> Why I can not? I can do this. All right. And then you get this you know exotic pet. Oh, you're talking big, big, big cats. Like an honest to God big tiger. Or, because you have more money than sense. Okay, a, now a, I get it. A cheetah or, you know, a, oh, a big, panther. Bigger? There's like the, there's the rumor of the Michigan panther, right? And oh. it, it's like there's all these spottings and people say that there's this panther. They, somebody's pet and it's loose and now it's loose in Michigan. <laughs> and there's always these sightings. Every summer you'll get like two or three sightings of the Michigan panther. <laughs> um, it is downright dangerous to have... That uh, wild of a critter, it's got to be mis mis misrepresentation. Because I, if that was I if do. there was really a panther out there, yeah. there'd be a lot of dead poodles, I think, and, and more <laughs> more more trouble. But the problem is that's the problem. There's people with more money than sense, yeah. and they go out and they get these critters, and then they 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 can't care for them. They don't know how to care for them, or they don't know how to get them the medical care that they would need. Or the municipality that they live in, they're not abiding by the laws of some <laughs> municipality. It's, it's, it's incredibly <laughs> illegal. Um, and or it, and it's, it's surprisingly not as illegal as, as, you, as one would imagine. Right. Uh, and there's people currently working on, on legislation. So we've talked to our friends uh, in Washington, D.C. at the... Uh, we have friends in Washington, D.C. We, we do. <laughs> it's just, believe it or not, uh, you know, uh, it, it's uh, the Animal Wellness Action Group. And, mm. and Marty mm-hmm. and uh, 
Marty's been working on some big cat legislation. They've been doing that. They've been doing tons of stuff. Sure, 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 sure. And and they they work on all kinds of things with the the coyotes and the wolves mm-hmm. and the 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 burros and the wild horses yep. uh, and horses and horse racing. They, they ah, have they have a lot yes. of things that they're working on. And we've talked to Marty a few times. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we wanted to talk to Marty about the big cats. And Marty is pulling out the big guns. He kind of is working in Washington D.C. <laughs> right now because he's got. Carol freaking baskets with him. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Carol, mm, Marty, welcome to Animal Talk. Hi, guys. Well, thank you guys for having us again. Yeah. So, um, so Matt and I, because I, I mean, we're we're cat lovers, and and I, I just I'm enamored by you know the the beasts and mm-hmm. and and the majesty of it, uh, and to see them, and I guess that that's probably part of the problem is that people are so. Uh, enamored and 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 they are so majestic and beautiful uh, that you want to see them and you want to see them up close. They're judgmental sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. So I, I so what is the legality of owning currently an exotic a big a big exotic a big cat in in the United States right now? Is it, is it state by state or is, is it legal? Yeah, you're doing a lot of work. Help us understand what is what what's out there. How can we understand this a little bit more? First off, I think people are in love with the idea of owning a big cat because they have a very romantic notion of what that is, and it's nothing like the truth. But as far as the legality of it goes, in the United States, there are four states that have no laws whatsoever about whether or not you can own big cats, and everybody else has some form of ban or partial ban of owning big cats. The problem is all of those other states, not not two of them have identical uh, provisions. So it's this huge patchwork of issues that have led to the need for this federal bill that Marty's been working on. All right, Carol, if you outlaw big cats, only outlaws are going to have big cats. That's <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's uh, Yeah, no, that's not good logic. Uh, all right, so Marty, <clears throat> so it's, it's called the big cat, uh, big cat, what law is it? Big Cat. Uh, it's a, it's Act? well, it's the Big Cat Public Safety Act. Public Safety Act. Uh, oh, thank you. Two six three in the House of Representatives and S twelve ten in the United States Senate. And Carol has been here all week in Washington D.C. lobbying. I think we did thirty eight meetings in person. Oh my goodness! Uh, staff and That's members great. of Congress, and so we are working to pass that legislation. It passed through the House of Representatives once in the last Congress in December of twenty twenty, but we only had three weeks left in the Congress to get it through the Senate weren't able to do that too much of a tight window. So we had to start over again, but we have 256 of 430 or so members of Congress in the, in the house as co-sponsors, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. including 50 some odd Republicans. We have about 47 total in the Senate. And that is huge to have 300 co-sponsors on any bill. So My there's goodness. no greater priority for us on the federal level this year than the big cat public safety act. And, That's and for life with Carol. She's been doing this her entire life. Yeah. For a long time. You know, that's a lot of hard work and a lot of hours put into it. What what led you down this path to want to be an advocate for <laughs> for this type of a passion? Help me understand that. Where does that come from? <laughs> it comes from naivete. Did, you? <laughs> did, I, did I open the door for you? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, how hard could it be? Surely people shouldn't have lions and tigers in their backyards. And that was my reaction when back in the 90s we started rescuing uh, bobcats and lynx from fur farms and the people started calling and asking will you take my lion will you mm-hmm. take my tiger and i thought well surely we can get a law passed that would ban the private ownership of big cats so that this problem 
no longer exists. Sure. And we worked for years and finally, with the help of a number of animal protection groups, got the Captive Wildlife Safety Act passed. And that passed in 2003, and it made it illegal to sell a big cat across state lines as a pet. So we thought we were done, but the bad guys are pretty creative, and they figured out they could sell big cats across state lines as pets by just doing it for cash. And nobody would be the wiser until there's a tiger running loose, and by (laughs) then they're gone. So we've been trying to close that gap since 2003. All right. So what will this new... Uh, the Big Cat Public Safety Act uh, change. What what would be the change in B? You want to take that? Well, Carol, go ahead with it. We've 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 said this at least forty times this week, so I think you have the spill down a little better than I did. What's one more platform? Go ahead. Come on. <laughs> so what the Big Cat Public Safety Act does is it it connect it um, corrects a technical flaw that there was in the language that met in two thousand three. For U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service to take any action, somebody had to violate a state law and a federal law at Mm. the same time. Mm. And that was not the intention. The intention was that there not be any big cats as pets. (laughs) And so we're correcting that technical flaw. But the two main things, and we've tried over the years to bring into this a lot of other provisions that we would really like, like maybe convicted criminals, people who had been caught doing wildlife trafficking shouldn't own exotic animals anymore. (laughs) And we've had to drop every bit of it except for the two biggest issues. And one is the supply of all of these cubs that end up in private hands. And then the other is where they can dump those cubs when they can't use them any longer, which is into private hands. So it prohibits cub petting and it phases out private ownership. So people who have them can keep them. They just can't buy or breed more. Hmm. Okay. So this past week, what has your experience has been like? Uh, who have you been meeting with? You know, help me help us understand uh, some of the conversations that you've been having out there. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll jump in here and uh, let you guys know. I think we had thirty eight meetings uh, between um, Monday night and this afternoon. We had uh, Carol here all week. We had a wonderful lady Shelby Babowski with the Texas Humane Legislation Network. They came up. We were really working the Texas delegation hard as well. Mm-hmm. Had uh, one of the best meetings we had, I'd say. Um, people will probably find this surprising, but is uh, was with Ted Cruz. Mm. And we spent about 45 minutes with him. And I have to say his staff, as soon as awesome. we left, said, that was as great as a meeting could possibly ever go with Ted Cruz. So <laughs> Carol Baskin hey. has the magic touch with hey. Ted Cruz. There you go. And um, <clears throat> we talked a lot about the incidents in the state because there were seven, at least seven cats that got out last year and had various incidents, mm. uh, tigers and such. Three were really, really uh, dominating the news for a while, but they had seven cases. And that's the only state where this happened last year. So the, a big part of the problem is in the state of Texas. And uh, met met with a lot of other folks from about 10 or 12 states. We thanked some people who had already co-sponsored the Big Cat Public Safety Act. Some we were asking them to co-sponsor, asking them to vote for it when it comes up for a vote. Mm-hmm. And um, our, our afternoon this afternoon ended with a, a really uh, big bang, I'd say, is, uh, you know, you always want to try to meet with the leadership in Congress, whether it's Chuck Schumer or Nancy Pelosi or Mitch McConnell or mm-hmm. Kevin McCarthy, both sides of the aisle. And uh, we happened to get a request from Senator McConnell's office for Carol and I to come see them uh, around four o'clock this afternoon. So that was a good way to end the week. And that wasn't planned. And we uh, we think we had a really great meeting with them as well. And we're going to move this bill. We're going to get it done. Carol's been working for decades on it. And there's more support than there's ever been in Congress, in the private sector, 
in the nonprofit world, it's it's just the it's a no brainer for most people out there. That's great. So there's good momentum in Washington, mm-hmm. which is you don't hear that often. <laughs> there's there's positive really? there's positive momentum in Washington. Uh, if someone cared about this uh, and wanted to be involved, uh, would it would it behoove them to contact their representative and say, "Hey, where are you at on this bill? Please support." Does that does that help? Is that mm-hmm. part of your your project? Yes, yes, and Carol, you have some great resources you may want to tell them about, right? Yeah, we do. So if people go to bigcatact.com and put in their name and address, it will know who your senators and your members of Congress are. And then it gives you three options. And I hope people will take all three. You can send an email that we pre-populate for you. It can send a tweet to your member of Congress that we pre-populate for you. Mm -hmm. And it can actually dial all three of your members. So it'll dial both of your senators and your representative in succession. And you just stay on the line, and we give you a little script that just says, please ask your boss to co-sponsor the Big Cat Public Safety Act. And the system even knows whether or not your member is a member or is a co-sponsor already, because we have 256 in the House and, what, 46, Mm -hmm. 47 in the Senate. And so if they're already a co-sponsor, it will ask you to thank them. Wow. that. That, that that is that's a nice little tool. That's I good love to, technology. I really do. <laughs> and I and the that's Congress amazing. people probably appreciate that when you're the person calling mm-hmm. is a little bit informed, right? Uh, you know, a little bit of knowledge is a dangerous thing, but having that little bit of information it just makes you sound a little bit more intelligent, and they take right. the call a little more seriously. And that's something I talk about. It's like you, you have enough information to be dangerous if you will <laughs> but at the same token you you want to be knowledgeable about your your passion and what you want to support at the same time so thank you for what you do yeah so all right so just uh talking about uh just people's love affair with the animals mm-hmm. um and then uh, carol on, on your site uh on the big cat rescue site uh it's some interesting um disturbing uh eye-opening videos about uh cub petting um and a lot of people that have these you know roadside zoos or or smaller attractions or or, you know air quote zoos uh that's a a, what was a common practice uh for them and a a money raising thing because it costs a lot of money uh to care for the these critters so that was a way of raising money but uh it, it seems really dangerous uh, well, from the videos, mm-hmm. it, it seems like an extraordinarily dangerous practice. Um, but um, just America's love affair with these these big cats. Uh, is there any place to have them, you know, in zoos or, you know, Vegas shows? Um, you know, in your opinion, what's good? What's bad? Uh, should we stop breeding them and, and let them phase out as 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 creatures of, of captivity here? Uh, what what's the what's where should where should tigers be? in the United States or in Africa or where they, wherever. My belief is that all wild cats belong in the wild. And I'm pretty sure the wild cats share my opinion, because <laughs> if you were to open the door, they will show you their preference mm-hmm. and they are never going to come back. <laughs> Even if it is a hard life out there to support themselves, they'd rather give that a try than being in your cage. So I think that we are going to have to remake the way we deal with wildlife in the wild and that we will need to monetize them in the wild in such a way that enables their survival. And I think the first step toward that is, of course, passing the Big Cat Public Safety Act, Mm -hmm. because as 
long as you can go to your local mall or a rodeo or a fairground and pet a baby tiger, you're never going to do the hard work of protecting them in the wild. And my vision is to have live streaming web cameras in all of the places where these cats live natively mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and have a subscription feed, just like you would have for Netflix or Hulu, mm -hmm. that yeah. people subscribe to in order to see these cats in real time living free. And then to use smart contracts and cryptocurrency to put the money, the lion's share of that money back into the pockets of the people who live next to these animals. Those mm -hmm. are some of your forest communities who are are burning down forests in order to eke out a meeker existence. Whereas if right. they could be the ones in charge of making the money off of the beautiful wildlife that they protect, it makes everybody a game warden and that saves our entire planet. Mm. When it comes to that whole cat rescue, you know, the big cat rescue, what is some of the cost that's, you know, that, that it takes to take care of some of these animals that, that, that we're facing on a daily basis? At Big Cat Rescue, we have 51 cats. We just rescued a lion last night from an illegal owner in Florida. And it costs us between three and a half and four million dollars a year to take care of those 50, 51 cats. Wow. And so we, and we estimate that just a single lion or tiger over the course of its life will be about a million dollar investment in food and vet care and housing and such. And so these cats can live into their late teens and early twenties. Sure. Just like any, that's a, just that's, like any pet, any dog or cat that you have yeah. today, you know, that's, that's a whole lot of Netflix reruns there, Carol. <laughs> that's a, I don't think anything off of that. Really? <laughs> that's uh, so so there was like so there that 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 the show that that showcased um just the, those the just the mm -hmm. I, I just, it's 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 bizarre uh the whole the the whole uh, you know, I just want to call them characters yeah. um and, and people watching it it's just as one character is introduced after another it, it just doesn't seem real it's like oh, this can't be real and it's like uh it, it's just um but then you see news reports and things, and, and you see that the, these people are in jail or going to jail or trying to get out of jail. And it's like, oh, I guess it is kind of real. Um, but just just uh, very, very strange. So, because I, I, I can't imagine, did you give them permission to, to be on that? Or are you? did you get reimbursed for being part of the those exotics one and two? No. Um, wow. We worked with we worked with the producers for five years on what they said was going to be the equivalent of blackfish for big cats. Were you guys aware of blackfish? No. no. About the orcas and SeaWorld and how they're taken from their family pods. And then after that, nobody wanted to go to SeaWorld. They right, had to right. change their behavior. And so for five years, we thought we were working on a program that when people saw how abusive this cub petting is mm -hmm. and how it's causing the extinction of the tiger in the wild, because none of these cats that are bred in captivity are purebred. They're all inbred and crossbred, and so they don't serve any conservation value. So we thought if people saw that, they would never support going to these zoos or having their pictures made with a cub. And instead, we got Tiger King, which just hardly said anything about the animal. Yeah. Right. Yeah, wow. It was just... Uh... Uh, just, uh, I, I, I'm not a big reality TV fan am I. and it, it, it's, it, you know, like all the, the bachelors and I'll the, watch next level. I, I chef, just, I, I watch yeah. yeah the home improvement stuff. I'm all about that. Um, but even those are getting a little too reality TV for me. 
uh, <laughs> one couple, they're divorced, back together, and it's hey. like, oh, just build houses, get uh, get on with it. Right? <laughs> but uh, wow, that's amazing. I, I thought for sure that I'm like, all right, well, I, I just, you know, well, I, I could see doing it for the money because it costs so much to, to raise the cats. Mm-hmm. So you really got shafted on that all the way around because they painted yeah, you um, uh, just not in a great light. Um, and it, I, do you fear for your safety? Um, it, 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 I can imagine. I just because you wouldn't think people would storm the White House. Uh, you know, or or Congress, the Congress building, and 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 you know, it's like holy crap, people do some really ridiculous stuff, and there's people who are like, let's storm Carol's place, you know. Um, do you fear for your safety uh, as a result of those shows? Not as a result of them. Um, okay. The public just became aware of the fact that these animal abusers want me dead, and they don't want me to be able to tell Congress what I know about the horrible things that they do. But I've known about this for the past. 25 years that I've been working on this. Mm-hmm. And so I've had, I can't even tell you how many death threats over the years from these animal exploiters. I've been physically attacked. We've had our uh, valve stems cut off of our van when we were transporting a bunch of our interns to Disney World for a Jesus. day off. God. And all of the tires blow out at one time. My daughter oh. was able to keep the van upright despite that. I mean, it's just been one thing after another all these years. And we had reported Joe Exotic for his, um, he had apparently several people had contacted me saying that he had tried to pay them to kill me over the years. Jesus. And nobody would do anything to, about it until they bumbled upon it themselves in a investigation they were doing about lemurs and found out about it. Right. My goodness. Well, so, so uh, that's some of the things behind what you guys are doing in Washington D.C. with the Big Cat Public Safety Act that you guys are walking yeah, yeah. through. You know, it, the, the federal bill it's going to address two of those things that you said earlier. It's what the it's the sources of abuse of big cats by ending owner o- owning big cats, right? And then the also was the stopping of exploitive roadside zoos from offering cub petting and those photo ops. So that work that you're doing right now, where where does the ne- what's the next step that you guys are going to be walking through? You and Marty, what, what what's going to be happening over the next uh, couple of years? You want to take that, Marty, as far as how this process works? And yeah, then- yeah, sure. So you know, it is never easy to pass federal legislation. I can't tell you anyone I know that would ever say it was, was easy. It? But twenty twenty, it was twenty twenty. The last time you guys had uh, had an audience with them, right? Um, well, I've been here pretty regularly. I mean, I live like three blocks from the Capitol, but Carol's been coming in person. <laughs> yes. Carol's been coming in person since at least May of last year. So sure. May of 2021. So mm-hmm. we missed about a year of in-person, you know, meetings and things from like March of 2020 to March or May of 2021. But it's been, uh, we're in the right place. And, you know, when you send out a meeting request mm-hmm. and you ask for a meeting for Carol Baskin, you get a lot of yes. Yeah, so, fair. Um, you know, that's that's also a, a huge, huge advantage of having, you know, Carol so widely known. I mean, she's probably, to me now, the most interesting woman on the planet and should be Time Time Magazine's Woman of the Year. Fair. But, um, you know, it's it, it's amazing to see this because you, you cannot walk 10 feet without someone trying to stop and take a picture of Carol. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean to digress into that other than to tell you like <laughs> how long it takes to pass this and how many meetings we have to do it how many trips Carol's made. So it's at least four or five in the past, you know, eight or nine months. And she's been here so regularly, but we have to get the bill passed through the house of representatives, which we believe we will in the coming month or two Mm -hmm. on what they call the suspension calendar, where you have two thirds of the house vote for something. 
they suspend the normal rules and it passes, then we would take the bill over to the United States Senate. And what we want to try to do is go through what they call a hotline process. Mm -hmm. And they send out basically an email to all of the 100 senators, whoever the lead sponsor of the bill is, and says, hey, does anybody oppose this? Is someone to vote no? You hope they don't put a hold on things. Right. Uh, we have been able to do that with a few bills. It doesn't happen that often, but I think this is one that could go that route pretty easily, especially with what we've done in covering the uh, the folks who do like to put, um, I won't name names, but who do like to put a hold on bills typically. I think we've uh, we really had some great meetings with those folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is something everyone can get behind. And then, you know, we have until basically the end of December to get it passed through the Senate um, before the Congress is over. And then, you know, as soon as it passes the Senate, most bills are are signed within a day or two by the president. And um, so the goal is to get it done because if it doesn't pass and and it's, it's going to pass, but if for some reason a bill does not pass in that Congress, you start over again on whatever bill you're talking about for 2023. I'm just a bill. I'm only a bill. <laughs> I know how you it works. Honestly, I, I, I thought most people back to the, <laughs> I didn't take civics, but I love that movie. Uh, yeah, because yeah. uh, yeah. yeah. it was the 2019 through 2020 session of Congress. You had two thirds of the votes, uh, but that was on December 3rd of 2020. So between now and December of this year, there's a lot of work that's got to be done. Yeah, definitely there is. Um, it's all headed in the right direction, though, and we feel really good about it. And you know, the more that people can do what Carol asked about going to the website, calling, and mm-hmm. what a what a marvelous process she has set up there to make it so easy for one. The more of that it's occurs, amazing. the better shot we have and the faster we're going to get this done. So that really does mean a lot. All right. I don't mean to take you back to TV, but I want to go back to TV. For I, I want to uh, talk philanthropic just, stuff. Uh, so, yeah. just, I'm going to go to TV for a second, <laughs> All right. and then you can go back to philanthropic. But, Carol, right. it surprises me that you got shafted. I, I, I can see how you got hoodwinks like that um I, we've talked to paul watson from the the, the sea shepherd and uh you know the the whale wars they mm-hmm. did that and and that you know because he got a you know that really helped his projects uh, along so i can see why you were trying to do that oh this is going to help our project and you're like wow this is a, a freak show <laughs> how do we get into this but there's a, there's a new one coming out um that's a bit more it, it's it's not uh a it's not live. I just live action, uh, but it's act with actors, right? Mm-hmm. So it's 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 Carol and no, it's Joe and Carol, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe versus that, Carol. Joe versus, versus Carol. Carol. All right, so that's coming out. Um, what what is? Are, are do you have input in that? And are you benefiting from from that? And are you <laughs> are you excited about that one? Well, I haven't seen it yet. It actually started streaming today on the Peacock. Okay. And Pete McKinnon playing me and Kyle McLaughlin playing my husband. Hey, there you go. From what I've seen from the trailers and some of the interviews that Kate's been doing, it at least talks about the big cats. And Mm -hmm. they use CGI cats because we had begged that there not be any real cats exploited in something that was about me trying to end big cat exploitation. Yeah. And they never responded to us. I've, I've never spoken to anybody with that production company other than the very first conversation that we had with Wondery but um, she had said in some of the articles or the interviews that she's done that she based her character on my diary so my diary is available on YouTube Mm -hmm. It's every day of my life I've been doing it for the last two years going back to when I was a child so she got a chance to see who I am and what I'm about and get that kind of background and see how how I come across, which so there was uh, never a sit down, you know, talk to, you know, one another one-on-one. 
It was always no. just. <clears throat> so is the Big Cat Rescue going to benefit from that at all? No. Wondery <laughs> came to me after they did the podcast back in 2019. Before yeah. Tiger came out, there was a Wondery podcast called Over My Dead Body, Joe mm-hmm. Exotic. And after that came out, they came to me and said, hey, we'd like to do a scripted series, which is what you were just trying to describe. Scripted series. There we go. And they wanted to pay me for my life's rights. And I said, well, come back after I pass the bill because my life's not over yet. And it won't be until this bill is passed. And so they said, well, we're going to do it without you anyway. So they did. Ah, damn it. Wow. Uh, Big cats are just so important to the the environment, to the the circle of life, if you will. Get me started about Hollywood. All right. Anyway. um, (laughs) Wow. So so talking about you you give so much, and Matt wants to talk about the the philanthropic work that that you do. And I'm curious how you fund the whole project. How do you get these millions of dollars to take care of these critters? As a financial wellness coordinator, you know, that's what I do on a daily basis on a nine to five. And I talk about the whole budgeting savings and being philanthropic. If you want to put that into your budget, if somebody wanted to, you know, help you and donate to your cause, what are some of the things that, where, where would they go to find you to do that? They could go to bigcatrisky.org slash donate. Mm-hmm. And like I said, we do have to raise between three and a half and $4 million. It's all done through private donations. I don't write grants. I don't know how I tried. I was no good at it. Uh, there is no government money for this. There's no subsidies for it, even though it's the government causing the problem by mm-hmm. not fixing this, by fi- by passing this bill, that all of these sanctuaries are having to deal with these huge costs. Mm-hmm. So it's private donors of $25, $50 a piece. And we used to be open to the public, so that was about a million dollars a year of our revenue came from giving guided tours. And mm-hmm. then at the end of the guided tour, we'd twist their arm to go call their member of Congress. Mm-hmm. So we're missing out on both the, getting all of those people, about 27,000 people a year to call their member of Congress. We're right. losing out on that because the cats can catch COVID. And so we can't open back up. And it's been really difficult to make up that shortfall. So I did get paid for Dancing with the Stars. I get mm. paid for my cameos, and that's helping to make up that shortfall. The, the whole COVID-19, that's like a zoonotic thing, isn't it? Because yeah. we, we yeah. can't catch it from the animals, but they can catch it from us? Yeah, it can, yeah. yeah. Well, we, can. we can catch it from meat, but I won't go. That's a different topic. Oh, that's yeah. a different <laughs> oh, You boy. could have a whole podcast on that whole mink issue. Yeah. <laughs> right, 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 right. But when someone wanted to donate, it's just not just feeding the cats, but there there's might might be a monthly subscription that the, somebody can do, or they can adopt a cat that they're interested in learning more about. Is there those those are programs that are out there? Correct. There are. You can sponsor our cats at different levels, and it gets you different levels of, uh, you know, like an eight by ten picture mm-hmm. or downloadable picture. And we have a website for our store where you can buy merchandise and such at bigcatrescue.biz. Mm, awesome. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really do. <clears throat> so you had the idea about cams um, in the wild. I remember, God, it was probably 10, 15 years ago or okay. 10 years ago now. Were you uh, um, were you videoing Kirby at the time? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, there was like uh, one of the biggest cams. It was one of the first early cams. It was like on an eagle's nest. Mm. And it was like it was like the biggest live stream Ever. We've seen camels born on, you know, born on camels. But it was just this eagle's nest, and it was just a really, it was one of the early ones, and it was just, uh, people were just enamored with these baby eagles, and just watching them. Drafts, that's so, what it was. It was a baby yeah, giraffe. drafts. Yeah, and the drafts, and the waiting for those baby drafts. That yeah. was a big thing. So people will buy into this, and people will 
give you their time and have their eyeballs on it, and you can have the ads running around the sides. <laughs> Do you have anything going like that now at Big Cat Rescue where people can peer in on, on the critters at, at your place and, and contribute and see and tour the place virtually? We provide all of that for free because we want to drive demand for that. So right now we have over a dozen live webcams on different enclosures at the sanctuary. And some of, we had two vacation areas. So the cats that are in those enclosures, those two enclosures are always different cats every couple of weeks. So uh, people get to see a lot of our different cats as they're rotated through that space. And you can find all of those cameras at bigcatrescue.org slash cams, C-A-M-S. We are in the process process of installing 30 more of those. And I had already committed to that before COVID, so I'm having to pay for it, whether I can afford it or not. Uh, but the good news is people will be able to see more of our cats as those cameras are all coming online. That's great. And we also put out every week, we put out a new video on our YouTube channel, but we also put out a new uh, immersive video on our YouTube channel because the way we want people to see these cats is in virtual reality, in immersive reality, like you are in the wild with that cat. Mm. And those videos are just, they're getting as many views as our regular files because people are mesmerized when they're looking at a cat while it's eating and they can actually see up inside that cat's mouth and they can uh, hear the crunching of the bones and it's just visceral. It's really an amazing experience. Nice. <laughs> do you like to listen to goggles on yeah. and gonna, I'm jumping in? Do you like, like to that. listen to people chew, Jay? I, yeah, I do. <laughs> like an ASMR I, thing going on in there. <laughs> one of my one of my favorite things. <laughs> one of my favorite things. Uh, so, Carol, where where are you and Big Cat Rescue going to be in the next handful of years? Where where where's it gonna where's it gonna be? My ultimate goal is to put ourselves out of business. Nice. There shouldn't have to be it. sanctuaries rescuing cats horrible situations we can just end those horrible situations mm-hmm. we do rehab and release of native bobcats those are and native cougars those are the only cats who can go free you let and loose so some of the michigan panthers on us did you you let that <laughs> you let that it. michigan panther go on us that, uh, <laughs> that's, uh, not my cat <laughs> No, because you know they have a bobcat rescue what, as well. Yeah, yeah. What's yeah. the life? What's the lifespan uh, of a, a big cat when it's when it's cared for well? A big cat rescue. Our cats live into their late teens and early twenties. Our oldest cat was just, I think, a month shy of being thirty. But in the wild and in other zoos and sanctuaries, they only usually live to be ten or twelve. Okay, so you could feasibly put yourself out of business if this legislation is successful. Uh, if you feasibly within the next 20 years, you, yeah. could, you could be out of uh, happily out of business, which would be great. Best answer I've heard. Yeah. Honestly. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, anything that we missed? Anything that about the legislation or contacting people? Uh, so what's the, the contact? Uh, the Big Cat Act dot org. Yes. Big Cat Act dot com. Uh, and that will get you connected to connect with your legislators quickly and easily mm-hmm. through many platforms. Marty, anything else that anything else we need to cover? Yeah, I, I've got a really quick, quick, funny story for you while yeah. Carol was here. So I love we stories, were, Marty. <laughs> I know you guys. Did. I know you guys. Did. We were walking into the U.S. Senate yesterday afternoon, and we I didn't have my glasses on, and Carol was in front of us, and our other two colleagues that were lobbying with us, and we're walking head on, so I couldn't really see it what was in front of us without my glasses. And there's apparently like 
30 people with a camera each like you know photographers from bloomberg and politico and all these different outlets and we were walking in the same office as the new supreme court nominee right. while she was being interviewed by the chair of the judiciary and who's hugely involved in this so we thought there was this whole crew there for carol baskin like 35 <laughs> and they were there but then then of course they took you know 100 pictures of us so if you go on getty now there's this great film roll of what what they've put out there of our just walking into this off and it's really kind of hilarious and uh was it was an interesting story especially at this time in the world What's going on with, you know, we can we can say we were there for, for when history was made. Yeah. So I'm just envisioning Austin Powers in the background. Yes, yes, yes. No, no, no. That's just what I've envisioning with all the cameras, you know, all the clicks happening. <laughs> oh, that's great. You sent us a link. Uh, we'll link that in yes. the, the podcast Thank description. Thank you for that, Marty. So, yeah, we'll put yep. that in there. Awesome. Yeah, right. This has been time very well spent, Jamie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, so I, just... Thank you, Carol, Marty. Y- your time is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. You know, it is. You know, when whenever wherever you listen to uh, the Animal Talk Radio, you know, like, subscribe, all that fun stuff. But it is a Thursday evening. Yeah. In the month of March yes. in 2022, this COVIDian timeline has really taken a <laughs> lot of folks, uh, you know, by a lot of surprise. But what you are doing and the work that you're putting into this, don't stop. Yeah. Please don't stop what you're doing. Uh, I want you out of business, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you guys for having us. We really appreciate it. you guys are always so awesome and have done so many shows with us. And so, having yeah. Carol on, I know, is, has been a special treat. Mm-hmm. She's such a fantastic advocate. And there really is no one I think I've ever met that's more dedicated to an issue or cause than Carol Beth. Yeah, it's just I appreciate both of your times. It's, yeah. uh, I know you've been, it's been a long, 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 long couple of weeks there in Washington. Yes. So thank you. Thank you. So, and uh, yeah, that's it. We'll yeah. see you guys. Uh, like, subscribe, leave a comment, and uh, thanks again. Thank you guys very so much. So we can go to Facebook now and and it, we're, see where it aired. Yep, yep, yep. You know, okay. stick around after. Stick around for a couple of seconds Just, afterwards. Uh, we're going to end the broadcast this. here. But uh, thank you, everyone. Appreciate your time. There it is. Thank you, guys.